As America speeds toward maximizing corporate bottom lines, manufacturing has moved to places where it is most affordable. Profitability is the driver. The global economy is the highway. Gone are the days of circulating economy, buying and selling within a closed loop and benefiting the place that you reside. Unless you can dream up your own model and have the tenacity to make it work. I'm Joey Bland, and from Circle O Productions, this is Seasons. Well, I love the whole concept of dirt to shirt. Um, in fact, I think homegrown, home sewn is a stately cotton uh, motto. And so I'm interested, as we've talked about, you going and getting this cotton, taking it over to North Carolina, having it go through these textile mills and produced um, cost-wise, because that's what we always hear about shipping things overseas. It's so much cheaper to do it. Is it cheaper to do that? Like, did you do a cost comparison? Did you get an idea? Do you have any idea, like, are you spending more making shirts here? Um, Any kind of comparison with that? Right. So what I'm doing is I'm taking everything straight to the manufacturer. So I'm able to cut a lot of cost because of that. Is it cheaper to do business overseas? Yes. But throughout my time uh, with this business, I, you walk into a, a men's clothing store or whatever whatever store it may be, there's a hundred other people that have walked in there that week that are trying to sell them a shirt made from China with a they think is a cool logo. So whatever I have to pay more, an extra dollar a shirt, dollar fifty a shirt, is well worth it because it's the same old story with all these other brands. There is no story. And, uh, you know, yes, it is more expensive, but, uh, you know, it doesn't, uh, it, it, the, the money is well spent because you know where it's going. It's, it's, it's helping, uh, it's helping local farmers and these local textile mills that are, are hanging on by a thread, but there's not really, there's really not that much difference in the price in the whole, in the whole scheme of things. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit more, if you will, about the different locations that you're sourcing your cotton from, from different states. Like in Texas, is it a certain county? Do you have a couple of growers mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Mississippi? Because I think people would be kind of interested, you know, just to know where where are those products actually coming from or the, or the cotton for those products? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I try and, uh, I try and source from uh, a respected farmer and typically I'm looking for a certain grade so it's more about the grade of cotton in that certain region that produces the best shirt so what I'm what I'm doing is I'm looking for you know the long that long fiber and you know it could be it could be grown uh, in different places in the different in, in, in the different states but it all kind of comes out to a uh, – they all kind of equal out. Texas is a little bit different uh, fiber, but the rest of the, the southern states are, are pretty similar with, uh, with, the, with, the, with the grade of cotton that I'm looking for. But they're all um, – you know, we, we, we really do produce a, a very high grade of, of, of cotton here in this region. And I th- I, the cotton industry – correct me if I'm wrong, but 
the traceability with cotton is um, something that is easier to do than if I am growing corn or other products uh, is the way I understand it. Because um, if, if, if it goes to a, um, a, a cotton mill, you, you've got the opportunity to just kind of, uh, if I'm correct, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that because of the way you're doing it, the traceability is extremely high because you can actually say this was grown at so-and-so's farm with the cotton that this shirt's made with um and it was grown yet probably even what field it was grown in i would imagine is that right yeah that's correct Mm -hmm. because you mentioned the shirt you had on was one that you got cotton from larry mcclendon's farm right yeah Yeah. the the shirt i'm wearing today arkansas grown cotton so and then what products do you have now with stately cotton um there are a lot of college shirts or state shirts. I think of them as college shirts because they're the shirts you see people often wear on a Saturday to a football game or something like that. But tell us about some of the products. Right. So we can make anything, any knit product. So wovens are a little bit tougher here in the United States, but knit products are, you know, it could be anywhere from a t-shirt to sheets to a polo shirt. So anything knit we can do, and it's uh, it's kind of within our wheelhouse. But it, it's uh, like I said, the, the wovens are a little bit uh, they're 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 a little bit trickier to do over here in the United States, and they were just to require a lot. The, the minimums are a lot higher, but uh, wovens are just anything that socks, boxers, t-shirts, um, cheats, you name it of a knit product. It's uh, it's something we've made before. Gotcha. And, and help me, I'm, I'm a little ignorant on this. When you say wovens, what would be woven products? Like a dress shirt. Okay. Uh, yeah, a dress shirt would be gotcha. a button-up dress shirt would be an example of a woven. I got you. But you're more casual wear, like you were just that's, that's right. discussing socks, boxers, uh, uh, a polo shirt, those mm-hmm. type things mm-hmm. is where that's really your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. Um well, Michael, what's what's the future for Stately Cotton? What are you what do you envision? Um, you know, as you move forward, uh, are you trying to move in a certain direction? Or because I know you always have a quite a few things going um, professionally, and you're always balancing kind of a lot of different things. But um, what do you see uh, kind of the future growth with Stately Cotton? Right. Well, I just I hope that uh, you know more people want to support local because they'll know who they're supporting they're supporting their, their friends and family and uh where we live and i think that's very important so if whether it's me or or someone else that uh you know they hear the story and it, it makes them uh, uh be okay with spending a couple dollars more because they know where it's going and i just uh you know i think that that that's that's what the what it's all about is uh helping your neighbor helping your farmer helping uh the people around you and you know, we all work together and uh, be a better be a better place. But I think uh, the most important thing with uh, kind of what Stately Cotton is is just uh, keep on where we're at, and uh, you know, we'll just uh, whatever whatever gets thrown at us, we'll we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Would what are ways that people can uh, buy your product? Where where would they be? How would people find them? Right. Well, there's multiple different ways. Uh, there's, you know, the best probably best way right now, we've had to kind of turn some things off. So we've 
we've uh, we've got the website. It's uh, it's kind of on pause right now, so we're doing a lot of different specialty products. Where it's uh, you know we might be doing a project for for a John Deere. We work a lot with ag companies that kind of they want to they want to buy something local. They want to buy something made in America, and they want their employees to wear it, or they want to be able to give it out as uh, as, as gifts. But we're, we've, we're kind of kind of transitioned a little bit where we kind of have to turn off the spigot and turn on the spigot because when you take that 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 bale of cotton it's it's not a hey we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll throw you out a t-shirt and in uh in a month it's a it's a long process to go from that 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 bale of cotton to a finished product it, it takes six months sometimes so it's a hmm. little it's a little hard to keep uh to keep 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 the inventory so that's that's one thing that i do struggle with is with the inventory so we're kind of turned the spigot off a little bit and work with uh you know you can still buy the shirts in local local stores wherever you're you know wherever maybe be in louisiana wherever you're um wherever you're at but uh the best way probably right now would be uh get in touch with joey and joey can get in touch with me or michael at statelycotton.com is a great way to get in touch with me with me but uh we'll kind of have uh i don't know when this is Aaron, but we'll uh we'll kind of have everything i don't know when it'll be kind of all rebooted back up but we'll uh we'll be uh we'll be rocking and rolling here before too long again well i'm glad you're flexible like that that you're able to um kind of focus and meet the needs of some uh corporate contracts um and obviously it's a small operation and and, uh, but what I want to see, and one of the reasons I, I mean, I wanted people to know about what you're doing because I think that the vision of it is incredible, and we need more of this um, in our region. We need more of this. There's so many assets in this region, and yet we, when it comes to agriculture, we basically export everything. And so I just love that you're taking something. You're really doing everything you can to keep it as local as possible. And I hope people really support that because I hear a ton of people talking about local. I see a ton of licensed um, or, or bumper stickers on cars that say buy local. But I'm not sure people really understand what that means all the time. And so we're trying to introduce people like you to them that truly are local. And you're putting a lot of effort into it, and it's something that's going to benefit all of us. So your email was michael at statelycotton.com. Yes, sir, that's correct. And that's stately as in state, S-T-A-T-E-L-Y, statelycotton.com. You also can reach out here uh, to the Seasons Podcast, and we'll be very happy to um, contact Michael. I would encourage you to do it. As a personal note, I've had uh, quite a few like cousins and people that have graduated in our family, and an easy go-to uh, is my, Michael's company has a lot of um, state shirts like Arkansas, um, um, just uh, Mississippi, the different states where uh, students would really enjoy wearing those, and I think that's a great gift. and. So I've I've made use of that myself, um, and appreciate uh, appreciate that, Michael. Um, it's been great to have you. I really do appreciate your creativity. It's inspiring. I hope people that hear this are inspired, and maybe somebody out there has kind of thought about a little um, business that they wanted to do that really is something local that is like you, where you really want to help communities. You want to 
help the farmers. You want to make things that have more of a local flavor to them. And I hope it really inspires people because it is inspiring. And so I appreciate your efforts and I appreciate you coming on and just telling us your story and uh, best of luck in the future. Joey, thanks for having me. This was fun. Elements of a global economy can undermine the importance of a local economy. With a local economy, the entire local community benefits. COVID revealed threats to global and even national supply chains and should emphasize for us the importance of a company like Stately Cotton. Homegrown, home-sown. At Seasons Podcast, our purpose is to educate people about land investment with the goal of seeing a hundred people who don't currently own land become landowners. Our method is helping people reconnect with land through hearing other people's stories. For more information, go to our website, delta-farmland.com. Thank you for joining us today.